What's up? Welcome to Humming Fools. We're here. It's time. I'm Kyle. It's not waste time. It's me. I'm Kyle. Noah, who are you? <laughs> I'm Noah. Yeah, you are. And we're joined by our guest, Kate Beebe. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. You're welcome. You um, have a special relationship with me. Let's define that. <laughs> no. Define the relationship. I don't want – oh, man, has it come to this, Kate? <laughs> I mean – Is it time? I think it's At time. a DTR. Well, we had a good run. We did. Um, anyway, no, this is a little bit special. I don't think everyone would be able to have this happen, but you're actually uh, – you're my boss. What? You tell me what to do. I come in every day and you just slap me across the back of the head mm-hmm. um, yeah, symbolically right. and sometimes physically when I'm not, you know – Pulling a hundred percent, and uh, Which we is go a from lot. there. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, I'm very familiar with you. Noah's not, nope. and our listeners are potentially not. So, can you please just quickly tell us what your role is, what you do, yeah. and a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So, I am the marketing director at Field Agent. She um, just did air quotes. I did air quotes. Oh yeah, <laughs> they can't see me. <laughs> Every they, every guest does air quotes at one point or another. Yeah, it's just something that comes with the territory. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm not quote marketing director. I am the director of marketing at Field Agent. Um, but yeah, what do you want me to say? That's who I. That's what I do. Well, yeah, that, no, but, that was good. So, but now, is that who you are? But yeah. who am I? Who is Kate Beebe? <laughs> no, besides that, yeah, like where where are you from? You yeah. know, what do you enjoy? How do you like? How do you view yourself as an artist, as a creative? Let's just start there. Yeah. So I am originally born and raised in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And um, I grew up with an artistic family. So my mom's an artist. My grandmother, grandfather were artists. My aunt's an artist. She's an excellent painter. Like Mm. really, really good. I have her artwork all over my house. You've seen her artwork. I have seen it. It's delicious. Do you know which ones they are? No. Why'd you have to call me out on it? Um. But yeah, so I guess I've just always identified with art growing up just because I've had it in my house and I've had it just, I've had exposure to it. So um, once a month, every first Friday of the month, Hot Springs has gallery walk. So you go downtown and you walk around Mm -hmm. the galleries and you get to check out all the art and buy stuff if you want. I never really bought anything until I was like 25 (laughs) or something. Okay, so it's time for me to start buying things. Yes. Art's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I was always gifted art for birthdays. I remember my 18th birthday. I was in college. It was actually, my 18th birthday was my first day of college, which is pretty interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I was a youngin. Um, but my my mom and stepdad drove up to Russellville, and they actually gave me um, one of my first pieces, like real art pieces. Mm-hmm. And it was called Doodling. And I still have it. It's in my house. <laughs> it's beautiful. Hmm. Um, but yeah, and I love photography. I graduated with a photo degree, hmm. which is interesting because you're like marketing director. What? You didn't graduate with marketing? No, never took a mar- marketing course in my life. So. Dang. Yeah. And here you are. And here I am. Champion. You can do anything. Yeah. Um, so really quick, <laughs> like I don't have a good sense of geography anywhere. Oh, I yeah. always joke with people. I'm like, oh, I navigate by the moss on the trees. No. Hopefully the conversation stops there. If they if they keep <laughs> to going, challenge you on it. Then, then they quickly learn that that's not true. But I've had some people genuinely believe it, which is impressive, I think, for me. Anyway, 
Um, but tell, tell, like, tell me about Hot Springs. I have been there once, um, got to explore the downtown area with some of my friends, have not done any of the horse racing, but what makes Hot Springs Hot Springs? What gives it some of its flavor? The Hot Springs. The Hot Springs, mm. yes. I set you up for that one. You, <laughs> yeah, you nailed you it. You did not disappoint. <laughs> done. That's what Hot Springs is. No, um, growing up was super boring. There wasn't anything to do ever. Oh, that is an air quote moment. There was okay. never anything to do. Like, ever. <laughs> um, we would meet at the Shell and, like, hang out and do nothing. What is that? Uh, the Shell Station. You know where you get gas. <laughs> That's <laughs> really, You just turn out the gas station? <laughs> That's the gas station. Okay, my brain was like, there must be something more yeah, exciting. Yeah, no, there. the Shell. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Hot Springs is famous for downtown. We have over two or three million visitors every summer. So mm. we're like a summer town for sure. We have lakes. Um, I used to work at a boat rental place. That was fun for a while. Okay. Um, what else is Hot Springs? I don't do the horse races. I mean, I go sometimes, but anyway, that's like a whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> um, ethically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's a lot of art that I mentioned. That's downtown. There's a lot of art galleries, um, a lot of hiking. There's like Washita, which is like the most beautiful lake. Um, I want to say in Arkansas, but like in a lot, in a big area, <laughs> like <laughs> not maybe not the nation. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like I know Tahoe exists, but like maybe it's number three. I think it's like the third cleanest lake in the nation. Okay. So cool. yeah. You well, get we'll get play. some lake analysts down here and we'll, we'll yeah. settle this once and for all. Well, I stand by what I'm saying. So. And that's why you're the director <laughs> of marketing. Uh, you have to stand by what you're saying when when that's your position. That's true. So um, going from graduating with you know a degree in photography and then ending up into marketing without any marketing experience, I have somewhat heard this story. Yeah. But for our listeners, how how did you find your way to field agent? Oh man. Um, so actually, I kind of want to back up a little bit because I went to college for like four or five, maybe six years. And I did not do good. Like, mm. I didn't do well at all. And um, I, I'm i going to admit something here. My GPA was below a two-point. Yeah. Oh, you heard it here, folks. It you was the so juicy bad. Deeds. It was so <laughs> bad. So I drowned down on college, and I did, like, the waitressing, work in the kitchen, all that stuff at mm. U.S. Pizza. Okay. Where they had the best ranch in all the world. Did, did they <laughs> claim that? I don't know. I think a lot of people do. Ugh. <laughs> I just think it's so a gross. weird thing to claim. <laughs> yeah. Like as someone who occasionally uses ranch, like if <laughs> I saw a place advertise that, I wouldn't really want to eat it. Have you ranch. had US Pizza Ranch? No, I don't think so. Okay, well you have to try it. It's it's good. I mean you'll be <laughs> it's, it's the gross. best ranch in the world. She's making a face that does not sell that it's good. <laughs> so gross. Okay. I know how they make it. <laughs> that's oh, that's, that's the problem. The yeah. Yeah. So I worked at US Pizza for like two years, I think. Three, maybe two. I don't know. Um, and then I was like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. So I went back to college. Mm. And then I actually ended up on the chancellor's list and the dean's list, which is really crazy for me because I was getting like four points every semester. And I raised my GPA an entire grade point, which is crazy, in Uh like five semesters. Mm. So that's wild. Um, But yeah, so I graduated with a photo degree. And actually, I didn't plan to major in photography until my final semester because I wanted to take an advanced photo class. And so I did that, graduated with photo, and then I went to an agency in Bentonville. It was like my first job out of college. I was actually shocked that I got a job so fast because yeah. people were like, oh, I can't get a job anywhere. And I was like photo major but like graphic design major as well. It's kind mm-hmm. of a double 
not a double major, but double concentration, I guess. Mm. Um, art school's weird. <laughs> so went to Bentonville and did all this design work for probably a year. And I got really familiar with CPG, um, you know, like signage and uh, packaging and products and all of that good stuff. And I left there to do my own thing, okay. which mm. I don't know if y'all have ever done your own thing, but it's tough. Mm-hmm. And I am not a big business fan, like taking care of my finances and doing taxes and all of that. Um, not a fan of that stuff. So I did that for like probably six months. And then I got a job at Walmart. And Walmart was actually awesome. A lot of people are like, oh, Walmart, why did you work there? Gross. And it's like, <laughs> no, actually, Walmart was really a really fun job and mm. great culture in mm-hmm. my team. Um, but I worked there as a production designer, got a lot of experience, a lot more experience um, doing all that work in signage. And then somebody, um, my friend Sarah came along and she was like, hey, I know this company called Field Agent. They're young really cool kind of like millennial company and you should come in and meet the people that work there. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds harmless. I'll go meet them. (laughs) Well, they were actually like, Oh, we need a media person. And so I met with Henry, the co-founder and I'm like, really, you're just going to like bring me in here and meet the co-founder. But (laughs) I didn't know the culture before I came in here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I hung out with Henry. He was like, Oh, we'd love to interview you. And I said, sure, that's great. I'm happy at Walmart, but I love to interview. That's fine. Hmm. Um, oh, I need to mention Walmart was a contract job. So okay. they kept extending it when my contract was about up. So um, I finally got to the point where I was like, I need health insurance. Yeah. <laughs> so, health stuff is expensive. Yeah. Please help me. Yeah. I know. Um, so, yeah, they they brought me in. They talked to me about what I was doing at Walmart and just agency work and all of that. And then um, we kept the conversation going for a couple rounds and they offered me the job and, uh, it was an easy, it was an easy yes, but also like, Oh, I don't want to leave Walmart. They offered me a job when they found out I got a job offer. And I was Mm. just like, so torn, but, um, field agent just seemed like the right next move as far as like photo major designer, 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 and then like, okay, let's try this marketing thing. Mm -hmm. So that was a long way to say, I got experience, and then just somehow um, the right person was like, oh, I know people. So, it's always who you know. Yeah, you know. it really <clears throat> is. I don't feel like it was that long of a story. I'd say like no. medium-sized. Oh. Medium yeah. yeah. well, thank you. You should hear <laughs> Kyle's stories. Oh. Hey, um, <laughs> Noah, can we pause for a second? <laughs> that was really hurtful. Um, let's go back really quick because obviously what's very tasty about your narrative is uh, you just being a boss and kind of coming in and building the marketing team at Field Agent from the ground up. Everyone always says that in reference to you, and I even have it in writing, so you even try to fight me on that because nice. while creeping on your LinkedIn, uh, oh. <laughs> that's, I mean, like I think both, or I think all, like the, the, the two – or maybe three. I don't know how many there were. They're like the record. What's the shout outs or what's oh, it called? Um, um, when you speak for someone. Referral? Mm, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Basically people saying like, I like this person. They're cool. But it's all like, they, she built it from the ground up. Yes. Like there was nothing before. <laughs> it makes me sound so cool. <laughs> you are cool. Um, that's why you're here on the, our show, which is also very cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Um, I'm not using quotation marks in case anyone's wondering. Um, But let's go to when you're you're working on your own really quick. And that was like six months, you said, before you went to Walmart. At what point did you start looking 
to go to Walmart where you realized that that wasn't for you at that time? Oh, and man. what specifically was it? Because obviously you mentioned some of the business stuff, but why weren't you satisfied? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I don't, let me, let me like go back. This is like 2012, I think, or 13. So I, I had like a really good relationship with one of the clients that from the agency that I worked at, she just reached out to me and said, Hey, I'm still working with the agency. It's mm-hmm. not, not, it's not like you're poaching my business. So she said, I just have this other stuff that I need done. So I worked with her a lot and she was kind of my main source. Mm. And okay. yeah. So, uh, when you have a main source, that's not very good. You need to diversify a little mm-hmm. bit, get some, you know, bigger clients or like maybe just equal clients, but lots of them so that you're never like, Oh, I lost this one. That means I'm going under. Yeah. So I had, um, she was my main source. And then I had one other main project that I was working on over the course of six months. It was a really big web design project. And so once those were kind of winding down, I didn't have anything left to work on. And I was just like, Oh no, Mm. I can't not pay rent. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I just started looking and then I was looking and um, I think I put on LinkedIn that I was open to getting a job. And one of the recruiters from iCreatives reached out and they were like, hey, we'd love to just talk to you. And I, I'd applied at so many places. I had no idea who I was meeting with. Uh-huh. I knew his name was Chris. And I was like, I guess I'm going to Einstein. I'm just going to meet with this guy named Chris. And I like we were talking and I still had no idea what company he was from. Oh, sneaky. I know. I was just like, dang it. I really wish I knew what this guy was from, but he didn't have like, I think he reached out through email. So I had no idea like mm-hmm. what iCreatives was and what company he was talking about. So we met and then it just worked. It just, I don't know how it just somehow worked out to where I closed the projects and then I started at Walmart like two weeks later. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was nice. Do you think that um, had you had, you know, more uh, customers and consistent work, you would have stuck with kind of doing your own thing? Or do you think beyond just the the need for work that there was a desire to, you know, maybe put the individual stuff to the side for a while? Hmm, That's a good question, too. I don't know. Way to go, Kyle. Oh, man, it's more yeah. affirmation than I get at work. No, I'm just <laughs> like, I'm not expecting these. <laughs> um, I think I might I might have stuck with freelance. But again, like the taxes. My Myers-Briggs, I think it's Myers-Briggs. Um, numerical and administrative is like 1% and 2% of my personality. So I'm probably right there with you. <laughs> uh, the tax stuff and like, I don't know, financially, it just was not fun for me. So I like doing the the design and like the relationship building. It's just like the the management side. Oh, I don't like that. So I don't know. Probably maybe, but probably not. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to quickly take the spotlight spotlight off of you for one second because no, I'm curious. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, but I mean, with you, that's something I've always wondered about. You know, right? If, you know, if I ever pursued, you know, like writing, mm-hmm. you know, like freelance style mm-hmm. is that is that kind of you know businessy taxi side do it i just don't know if i'd have the patience or intelligence for it. obviously i believe anyone can learn anything um and be good at managing their own crap but i just would right. want to like write and not work about any of their stuff and yeah so i think that's when you're your own boss kind of like uh <laughs> it's hard managing mm-hmm. and stuff so for you i know you're not full-time freelance but you do that 
Well, yeah. So technically I am freelance. Oh, I guess because um, it's not. Because it's freelance work. I just have one place that I work at. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should diversify. Oh, no. Get more uh, Well, it's also a little bit different. You're going into the office, not like you're – Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, – yeah, the taxes is kind of an interesting thing because I'd never really done freelance until this job came along. And then um, like halfway through the year, um, sometime, some person that I was working with, they were like, uh, so how much money are you putting aside every month? I was like, <laughs> what now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, that comes out of my paycheck. They're like, no. <laughs> um, and so – just catching up with that has been an ordeal and everything. And so yeah, it's just tons of little things that, that add up. And I'm, for some people, it's like the easiest thing. It's like, well, no, you put money aside and then you're fine. But um, yeah, it is a, it is part of the job that I don't really uh, enjoy. Okay. So not enjoying and also not necessary. I mean, obviously you're doing it. So it's not like you're sucking, but it's, right. it doesn't necessarily come naturally like this numbers and, you know. Like- no, no. And I mean, if you start early and you get into the groove of doing those things, I'm sure it, it after a while it's second nature, but okay. yeah. Well, anyway, I'm glad that we're all kind of the same. So actually, getting <laughs> you and I, because <laughs> it's like it's just I don't like it, and it's, it's kind of it's growing up. You're like, what? These are rules. Yep. These are things I have to comply with. And well, and it's yeah. stuff that you learn way too late in life. <laughs> it is yeah. like 1099 work. Yeah. I was like, wait, should I file for an LLC? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'll just do 1099. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like buying lenses and like, oh, I could write this stuff off, but I don't have an LLC, so I gotta just eat it. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. There's stuff I just I don't know. I don't know how it works. Still. <laughs> I keep asking people and I'm like, I still don't know how this works. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've just wondered like some of those celebrities, they're like super famous. If well I mean they're super famous because they're a celebrity. But if uh if you took away like their assistants and you know, people who basically like do everything for them, yeah. if they would be able to function. Mm. They're like, how how do I live? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I want one of those too, please. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll take one too. <laughs> this is why, like in movies, whenever people be like, ah, ha, 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 like I'll write it off. Like it's like as a kid, you be like, ha, ha, ha. I, I don't understand what that means. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> All right. Anyway, transitioning back to you. So, um, joined Walmart. Mm-hmm. Your time there again. You said it was a positive experience. What kind of stuff do you think? Um, or would you, you know, claim that you got there that really prepared you to make that gap from when you were freelance to then becoming the director of marketing? Like, what was it at Walmart that prepared you to do that? Oh, actually, this is kind of an interesting story. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm a big, I'm a, a regular blood donor. I'm like a big advocate for donating blood. Mm. So I go every every time I'm eligible, I'll go in and get my blood drawn. And um, if I have enough iron, I'll donate blood. That's like rare for me to mm. have enough iron. So anyway, <laughs> um, they had a blood drive at Walmart and my design manager and I went and donated blood. And it was her first time to donate. And we're just like, oh, I'm so glad I'm witnessing this moment. This is so important to me. (laughs) And within like a week, she was like, oh, I'm not feeling good. And like she had like some jaundice where Mm. your like skin kind of gets yellowy and stuff. She got like a jaundice. Really? Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Or I think your eyes, I don't know. Something turns yellow. Your skin turns yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So like something was wrong and – she was just like, I don't know what's going on. They ran a bunch of tests. Well, turns out she got some kind of infection from, 
I don't know if it was from donating blood. I don't mm. want to say that. So you're really selling me on, <laughs> well, <laughs> on this journey. Reuse, <laughs> they don't reuse anything when you donate. Right. So, like, I'm pretty sure it was just a freak thing mm. with timing. Um, so she was out for, like, three months, and I kind of had to step up a little bit. Oh, man. I'm not saying, like, I was a design manager. I didn't, like, go to meetings and stuff, but I um, I took a lot of the work that was being done and, like, kind of helped – figure out like who's doing what, how, how's this timeline looking. And, Mm -hmm. um, so I had a little bit of management experience just with her being out and I didn't even realize it. I was just kind of like, Oh, well we need to get this stuff done. So let's just do it. And, um, people weren't stepping up. So I had to just step up and do it. And, um, yeah, in hindsight, I'm like, wow, I didn't even realize that happened until right now. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Yeah. That's cool. So that's kind of that and just like design experience, uh, experience with Walmart and like terms and signage and Mm -hmm. products. Um, Yeah. So just like that ecosystem too, Mm because field agents heavy in CBG. So yeah, yeah, knowing the terms and like, and just saying like, oh, I worked at Walmart. It actually holds a lot of weight, and like you can be like, "Oh, I worked at Walmart." Mm-hmm. Around my, here, it does, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm putting my hand up like a superhero. Like <laughs> she is posing, and it's glorious. <laughs> Power pose. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and that's one of the things that I wish you were able to, in the moment, realize. But for me, it's kind of like my best learning has been in moments where I'm asked to grow very quickly. It's like, crap, too much responsibility. And it's like, no, I'm not ready. Like, please. And then you're just kind of trying to do it. And because it's stressful, it's because it's uncomfortable, it feels like it's bad. We talked about that a little bit last time. But Mm -hmm. it's like my brain interprets, oh, it's, you know, it's pain. It's it's uncomfortable. So thus, like, I'm doing something wrong. That's not always the case. Sometimes it is like getting a little extra responsibility or having someone be sick to where you have to take the load. It may feel like, "Uh," Mm -hmm. you know, but then that's the moment where you're like, oh, I am learning these scenes because... I'm being exposed to them. So um, it's kind of cool that you got that from Walmart specifically yeah. um, just to set you up to Change is boss. uncomfortable. Yes. Very uncomfortable. I saw, uh, again, LinkedIn huh, also. <laughs> feel <laughs> free the to, only social media I have. <laughs> that's right. Feel free to sponsor us also LinkedIn. Um, but there's this guy talking about lobsters. Did you see that video? Oh, no. Basically like lobster. He's talking about lobsters in their shell and they get too big for their shell and it hurts. And so they got to oh. they change. They got to find a new shell. And so that's what he was kind of saying is like don't view, you know, change or being uncomfortable is a bad thing just recognize that like you gotta you gotta make do something different mm-hmm. and that leads to growth thus yeah. the lobster getting bigger and jumping into my belly sorry Kate. i know <laughs> in your case jumping into a cage to be loved and cherished in a or cage? just like a free ocean maybe kyle well not a cage sorry um what's the word um reef no, 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 no. Well, I mean, it, I want it to be in your house for the example. But a tank. That's there the opposite okay. of the – Not a cage. That won't hold water. Uh, it has a broken claw. We're nursing it back to hell. There you he go. goes back to the ocean. It has to have a reason yeah. to be in but this house. But it loves you so much that he comes back. Oh, yeah, because we're lobsters. We're like besties for life. That's right. Um, all right, so now let's, let's, jump to, let's jump to field agent. Yeah. You get here. You get the job. Um, how was your uh, – mind during that time were you freaking out did you feel pretty confident having had walmart and you know schooling and your own doing your own stuff mixture of both walk me through that first year oh my goodness no i was not 
I was not confident and comfortable. I was like, what just happened? (laughs) I came to work. I remember I came to work the first day, and I report to the CEO. And so I sat down with Rick for two hours just, like, talking through marketing stuff. And um, I think I was was under the impression that I would be, like, digital media something. Like, I didn't even know what my role was, really. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, we just have this, like, marketing media thing. We need to figure it out. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll figure it out. And I'm like, oh, I, I totally got this. And I'm over here, like, Googling, like, how do you do marketing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is marketing for companies? How do you do this? Yeah. Um, so I'm, like, writing down everything, everything. I think I still have my original notebooks from the first year, mm. which would be interesting to go back and read through. Yeah. <laughs> it's like email marketing. What is email marketing? Um, so, yeah, I was super nervous, but I came in, like, acting like I got this and um, it made a lot of a di- it made a huge difference it was mm. like night and day from okay I'm about to leave my house I think I got here like 45 minutes early or something and I was just like sitting in my car like okay you can do this go in there own it mm. um, but yeah I I don't remember I don't remember too much from the first couple weeks I think about a month in, I was like, man, it's clear we need to do content marketing. And um, I do remember day one, I Googled like marketing and HubSpot came up. And I was mm. like, ooh, I like that name and I like the sprocket and <laughs> like cool company. They're orange too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then about a month in, it was like, okay, we need to do content marketing because we were doing these uh, really outbound emails to people that hadn't opted in and it was very salesy and, you know, you just got to try something. So um, me and my Ph.D. intern, Chris. <laughs> oh, love that man. Um, we sent all these emails and we're like, this is not working. So um, I remember talking to Rick and just saying, hey, um, we really need to try this content marketing thing. So he talked to a couple of people, um, Sean being one of them, Sean Womack. And mm. uh, Sean actually came in and was like, yeah, HubSpot's great. Their philosophy's great content marketing is great. We should do this content marketing thing. Um, so we got buy-in, um, and we, I think I, I like called HubSpot or talked to them somehow and got an account set up. And, um, I think the company was very skeptical cause they were kind of like, what, like, what is this going to do? What is blogging going to do for a company? What's this blog yeah, like, do? blogging. That's so lame. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we started, we went ahead and just Started the blog. Chris wrote a couple posts, and then we were like, wait a second. We had this aha moment. Like, wait, we can have, like, data-powered blog posts using our app. So we launch jobs and get data back and then write about that data. So how do you make that sexy? I don't know. (laughs) We got to figure it out. So we Mm. just kind of, like, I remember that first, like, or I guess, yeah, it was like that, the fall of that year, we just wrote whatever we thought was kind of in season. So mm-hmm. um, we did like back to school, a survey of 100 moms. It was really cute because <laughs> now our survey samples are like 2,000. <laughs> yeah. um, so it was very like grassroots marketing. Sales was like, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no one no one really bought into it except mm. for my boss and me and Chris and so I think that first year was like, prove yourself. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you think this is going to work? Prove it. 
And so even when it was scary, it was like, oh my gosh, but I'm so far down. I, I like, I have to keep going. I, I'm so far into this. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to keep investing in it. So I kept trying to like encourage the company to go like the blog post or share it or, um, I don't know. There was a whole lot of convincing the first year. I think that was the biggest piece for me was mm. just how do I get people to support us? Yeah. Yeah. How many years in total or it can be in relation to after that first year, but at what point did you kind of go, I got this. Like, I know what I'm talking about. Like, obviously, you're again, you said Rick agreed with you, Chris agreed with you, but at what point did you feel that confidence of, and maybe it came from affirmation from more people or just being in the role so long. Was it after that first year or did that come a little bit later? Well, so we actually hired a, a brand manager in October. Her name was Shauna and she was awesome. She like took our PowerPoint brand and turned it into like a real brand. Mm. <laughs> um, we did have PowerPoint icons that Rick made and they were great. But then we kind of took it a step further. Um, But I would say, so she came on and we were kind of like co-tackling everything. Mm -hmm. And then Chris was still our our part-timer because he he started out as our PhD intern and now he's our PhD part-timer. And I was like, man, I got to get this guy on the team for real. But he was teaching on the side, or not on the side. Um, I guess he was juggling, teaching and being here. Mm. Um, So I think it was like March... It wasn't even my year anniversary here, but Rick called me in to, it was snowing outside and like most of the people were like, oh, there's a flurry out, so we're not coming in. So I was one of the few that showed up and he brought me into a room and was like, hey, we want to make you a director. And I remember at that moment, I was like, what? Are you serious? (laughs) And I like got super choked up and I was like, I didn't even wear any makeup today. What are you talking about? I would have been prepared. And he's like, you don't need to wear makeup to be a director. I was like, okay. Um, I appreciate that statement. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for the validation. So, um, so I think at that moment I was like, wait, okay. So they're going to make me a director of a department. I think it's real now. So Mm. when that happened, it was like March. I started in May, and then so this was March the next year. Um, So that was kind of like, okay, you're a legit department. But then I think when it hit home that it was working was about a year and a half in because we had a lot of organic search coming in because we were like, where is this traffic coming from? We're not used to getting 100 views on a blog post, which is pretty low now. But (laughs) um, we looked at the sources, and it was organic, and we Mm. thought, Okay, I guess I guess this other stuff that we were working on last year is warming up and it's actually generating interest and traffic and it's showing up in search. So that was a pretty cool moment for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And now you got a whole team. Oh my god. Some gosh. of them with yeah. better hair than others. Um <laughs> Are you talking about mine? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh <clears throat> so <clears throat> let's transition slash not transition, let's just take a sidestep really quick. Because it's all, all this stuff is, you know, intertangled. Um, but I want to take a quick, you know, quick second to talk about the, the artist side really quick. Yeah. So um, I asked this question for the first time on one of our last interviews. Um, it's one I've wanted to ask every time, but sometimes just don't get to. But I think it's interesting. So mm. um, obviously you majored in photography and then you started immediately doing that outside of school. Um, while you're doing that, though, did you view yourself as an artist and did you feel like a creative or was it 
this is what I went to school for and I'm good at it and it will, it's what will pay the bills. Because obviously I know that about you now. Like we're, you and I are able to talk that lingo together. We're dreamers. We think about what yeah. we want to make, what we, you know, the kind of stuff we want to facilitate. Um, but it's it seems like that boiling frog thing to where it's like, oh, I just am here now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Boiling, boiling, <laughs> Kyle. Boiling, boiling lobster. No, know your I'm audience. <laughs> I'm an animal lover. This is hurting me. <laughs> boiling him with affection to the day that oh, he realizes okay. that you truly love him oh, and he's a prince. I'm just yeah. getting confusing. I'm not sure what the question is anymore. <laughs> When did you start referring to yourself or recognize yourself as an artist? Ooh. Oh, man. I knew that photography was not going to pay the bills. I mm. knew it. I've, I've always admired Nat Geo and National Geographic photographers, and I'm like, oh, man, one day, maybe. I don't know. Um, but out of school, I just continued to do design work. I knew design would pay the bills. And then um, – Man, I would just do it on the side, and I was I was really passionate about it, super insecure about it, like very insecure. I didn't have my DSLR until like, gosh, after college. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'm like this lame point-and-shoot girl. Um, but I got great photos from the point-and-shoot. So mm-hmm. it's just like it's your eye, really, and this is a hindsight. Like this is something I noticed mm. looking back. But um, – I think it it wasn't until recently that I was like, yes, I'm a photographer. Like identify as a photographer because mm. you have to own it. You mm-hmm. can't just like, you can't just like be like, oh, I wish or like one day, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I've like really want to be this. You just have to be like, no, I am like, this is, I'm a photographer. Um, yeah. Does it feel weird to you saying that? To people, yeah, it does. Because okay. <laughs> that's the—I mean—that's the question. I mean, that's what we talked about specifically. Is like it feels awkward to be like, "I'm an artist." Yeah. But then, I mean, that's if that's a part of your identity, it also feels strange to not really bring it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's crazy to just think like, "Oh, this has always been something that I care about, I'm passionate about." But it's just like, "Oh, that's cute. Take pictures. Fun." Um, but for me, it's like so deep. It's so much deeper than that. It's like. I get to go out. I go outside. So my creativity is like go get lost in the woods. I'm definitely a nature photographer first mm-hmm. and foremost. So I go, out, I go get lost in the woods. And then um, being in the woods through my camera is like the most magical thing. I can't even explain it because mm. I've never thought to explain it. But um, it just it's so satisfying when I come home. And even if I took like – 500 pictures and I've got like six that I'm that I'm like passionate about or like care about and think like oh this is Instagram worthy um it that's a that's a home run for me because I'm like I don't care I just went out and I experienced it it's about the process for me because I get to like lay down on my stomach and like get up underneath a tree and mm-hmm. um yeah so it's more about like it's less about what comes out of the camera and it's more about like how I get those shots. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a big adventure hiker traveler, so I can see that being the case. It's kind of it's you can take great portraits. I mean, obviously, I see them; they decorate Thank the you. the building <laughs> here. But you, it's part of the having fun and exploring and doing all that stuff. Yeah, that, and even taking portraits is like it's super out of my comfort zone. 
maybe like one person or like a couple, that's huh. great. But when it comes to a family, I'm just like, <gasps> I get so nervous. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to mess up everything. And you just got so many people together and you're trusting yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're trusting me to take this picture. Why? I don't understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, like portrait photography, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. I even pushed back. I was like, are you sure you want me to do this? No, I'm good. I'd rather just do it for free. So if I mess it up, <laughs> you didn't pay me to mess it up. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like a Noah thing a little bit. <laughs> Why? Because you're, a, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with the uh, Enneagram, Kate. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm a four. Okay. I'm, you're a four. I'm also a four. Yeah, that's for dreamers. Friends. That's right. Because <laughs> uh, you're, Noah, you're a peacekeeper. So that's, that's, that's my, I've, like, I've already forgotten what I was. Don't lie to me <laughs> and the nine, audience. Right? Yep, the nine. Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds so, right. So anyway, that just sounds like the like, I'll do this for you, but in case it goes bad, like don't pay me in case I do it wrong. So yeah. no, one, no one feels bad. Uh, well, and that's one of the hardest part of freelance work is mm-hmm. just like, how much should I charge you? Should I even charge you? Because like I know someone that you know and would it be awkward if you had to pay me? <laughs> and like <laughs> things like that. It's just like, oh, yeah. Well, and you have that standard in your head of what you deem to be quality mm-hmm. and what you, maybe you know what the person can get. Mm. We've talked about this before, okay? Imposter syndrome. So mm-hmm. when you're making stuff, it's like, oh, no one knows how terrible this is because I know that it could be better. Yeah. And so you and feel bad. <laughs> I think that plays into the the awkwardness of presenting yourself as an artist and why that feels a little off sometimes or it's a little like intimidating just because you're like, well, I know that my stuff can be better. So if I say right now, hey, I'm an artist, then the person's going to be like, oh, I want to see your stuff. And I'll be like, yeah, but eventually it'll get really good. But right now, like... I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like that's part of it. It's just like the lack of confidence. Maybe. Or maybe it's like it's more impressive if I'm like – if I do art on the side. So it's like, oh, wow, you're not even an artist? You yeah. Know, you do that <laughs> stuff. But it's like if I'm an artist, it's like, well, then you better blow me away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, you set the expectation level. Do y'all have tattoos? No, I it got, does. I have one. Nice. Yeah. I just – I can't get a tattoo just because <laughs> – well, I can't draw the tattoo or I'll just be like, oh, I need to make it better. Like mm. always making yeah. it better. Always. Even if it's, I don't know, even like a doodle that you've worked on for like two years and you're like, oh, it's, it hasn't changed, but like it needs to be better. Like That's I why I kept mine as simple I as like I it. could. Thank you. Yeah, and then I, I designed it when I was a freshman in college, I think. And I, I, I was like, I want a tattoo. I think I want this to be it. And I just left it alone. And then I didn't. I tried not to think about getting a tattoo for the longest time. And then like a few years later, I looked at it again. I'm like... I still want this. That's awesome. Yes. That feels good. (laughs) (laughs) What would you potentially get a tattoo of, Kate? Oh, my gosh. Something with nature. Mm. Probably like, I don't know, a turtle Mm. or Yeah, (laughs) I was going to say, I think a turtle would be good for you. Turtle would make a good tattoo, too. Yeah. Yeah. I like waves, too. Mm. Waves Mm. would be cool. But see, like, I'm like, oh, or a cloud or like (laughs) a tree. (laughs) It's It's a landscape. Yeah, like everything, just the world on my body. (laughs) Okay, a turtle surfing on a tree on, I mean, and so the waves are right there because I said surfing on a cloudy day. Yeah, Mm. with a whale like taking pictures of it. (laughs) Yeah, just a giant camera. Oh my gosh. Or maybe it's a really small camera. Oh, don't be ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So back to your creativity. Now, 
I think we've said this about the marketing team in general, but I think most people on the marketing team, and not in a bad way, have their sights set on future things. They don't necessarily want to be at Field Agent forever. Yeah. Um, and again, that's not a diss to Field Agent. We all love Field Agent. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah, Field Agent. If you're listening, oh, no. Um, but it's like there's a desire to you know do other things, um, and marketing is great because it involves our creativity. Yeah. But so for you, we've talked about this briefly, and it doesn't have to be a set in stone, you know, fully formed thing. But in thinking about your future. Um, Again, just repeat what you said to me a little bit about what you dream to maybe do someday. Yeah, so I'm I'm very into preserving the earth and creation. Mm. I love creation. Um, and that's like living creatures that walk around the earth, and that's like living plants, and that's water. I think water is living. Um, that's the water and sky. I mean, like I am just like full on nature creation nerd. So I think, um, I don't know. I think my future projects will involve some kind of how you can help. I don't know how you can help like reduce your impact. I hate plastic so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I feel like plastic is probably a big part of my future just because um, last year I went to Hawaii and I was like, oh yeah, let's go to Hawaii. This will be, this will be fun. But also I want to go clean up a beach and I'm like, oh man, beach cleanup will be fun too. <laughs> and it's just not, it's not <laughs> fun. It's awful. It's yeah. like the opposite of what you think it would be. You're like, oh, I'm going to go on the beach and like pick up plastic. And it's like, no, it was just covered in everyday materials. Like stuff I'm looking at right now. I'm like, that was probably there. Um, mm. like cups and forks, like disposable forks, mm-hmm. um, hangers. I mean, ghost nets. We talked a lot about ocean life, like lobsters and stuff. <laughs> so I think, I'm sorry, uh, I should have done better. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but I think when it comes to like plastics and like ghost nets, which is, which has a lot to do with sustainable seafood and like fishing practices. Um, I think that's kind of where my heart is mm-hmm. and, I think ocean, I've always loved the ocean. I've wanted to be a marine biologist since like eighth grade, Mm. but um, when my my dad passed away in ninth grade, so Mm. I was like, oh, I'm just going to like do whatever the world wants me to do. And so I didn't chase the marine biology route, but but I also made C's in science and like A's and everything else. I was like, Mm. probably shouldn't go into biology. (laughs) Yeah. but yeah, I think uh, marketing's a great tool because you mm-hmm. you promote awareness of things and you can learn how to, you know, uh, I don't know, you can learn how to communicate in the most effective ways. So, I think uh, I think seafood's going to be a big part of that. Like later, I don't eat seafood, but mm-hmm. I think like if we had a healthy ocean, I'd eat seafood. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Fish have brains too, so like <laughs> I would feel bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. Sorry, fish. Um, but yeah, just like restoring the ocean. Like if there's stuff we can do, I think that's something that I would love to educate people on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see where where you go with that. Thank you. <laughs> and speaking of seeing where you go with that, it's hard to see where you go with things because you, my friend, are not on social media. Oh, my god! We talked about that a little bit. You mentioned LinkedIn being only where you're at. But you made a very active choice to yeah. tway with social media. And I want to talk about that because our last guest was very adamant and passionate about 
her strategy. And Noah and I thought that was really cool mm-hmm. and because we don't like it. We don't like social media. We don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, but for her, we saw it really work um, for how she, you know, played with the system, you know, studied the algorithm, that sort of thing. But everything is not for everything. The most basic statement ever said. But, I mean, you don't have to do everything that everyone else does. So anyway, yeah. having such a, um, you know, quick contrast I thought was interesting. So for you – being someone who is in marketing and yeah. wants to have, you know, their own brand and is, you know, keeping their eyes on the future. What led to you being like, you know what, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, so this was back in August and I was, I was going through a lot just mentally, just kind of thinking through like, man, social media, like Instagram in particular is so, it's such a pain. Cause you're like, how many likes am I going to get? And how many comments and I have this Instagram story, which my Instagram story did actually very well. Um, I had a consistent amount of followers, viewers, watchers, whatever. All the things. I don't know. Yeah. Followers, watchers, yeah. Um, creepers? Yeah, creepers. Cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, and like I got really into sustainability and like zero waste movements and stuff, which I – my family is kind of like this. Like we go all in on stuff. So I was like, I'm not going to create any trash this year, which is like really impossible. Mm -hmm. Impossible. I'm not (laughs) kidding. I've tried. Um, (laughs) So like (laughs) everything I did on social media, just, I had to, I had to like keep up this image of, Oh, I'm doing these things. And like, I'm this kind of person and I don't make mistakes Mm. because social media is like, it's the glorified version of yourself. It's the glorified version of your art. It's mm-hmm. it's your best photos. It's your best pieces. Um, if you take progress pictures of your paintings, like you're not going to post the worst one. You're going to post like, oh, this one actually looks halfway decent, and it's like halfway there, so I'm just going to post this one. Oh, here's like a in progress pic, um, but it actually looks really good because you're yeah. like, I don't want to just be woke embarrassed. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I woke up like this. Um, <clears throat> So I'd say if I could summarize social media for me, it's really if you're posting to be your authentic self and be like, hey, here's an update on what I'm doing with my life and my things and my animals and my travels. Um, I just want to keep you updated because that's a really cool way to keep people updated. Then go for it. If you are posting something to be like, oh, I have to post because I have to post once a day. And I have to post at this time, and how many likes do I get? And I put all these hashtags in there, which I did do. I think that's like a sin on Instagram. <laughs> but, yeah, put all the hashtags in there so you get all the likes and all the followers. Um, and if you're posting to make people jealous or be like, look, see, like, Aunt Mabel. I don't have an Aunt Mabel. Um, I did amount to something, you know, like yeah, Aunt for Mabel. proof. Yeah, I don't have an Aunt Mabel. That is the truth. Um but yeah, to like basically show off that you're doing something or you're going somewhere that other people aren't, I think that's a wrong way to look at social media. And I think a lot of people do that. Mm. And they're like, oh, I'm here at this really beautiful place. And it turns out like they had just, I don't know, gotten a fight with their husband or something. <laughs> so yeah. you just never know what people are really going through when they post those things. You just assume. And one of the biggest things for me was... um I follow a lot of Nat Geo photographers and a lot of non-Nat Geo photographers. And I always looked at them and I would just be like, man, 
I need to go to that place and like get a picture like that mm-hmm. instead of instead of letting myself go somewhere and be like okay like survey the land I know how to see things so why would I not go with just this travel mentality of I don't know what I'm going to walk into mm-hmm. so you walk into it and you're like ooh that's beautiful take the picture if it's Instagram worthy, post it. If it's not, I mean, I don't know, post it. Sure. <laughs> um, but if you're if you're like, oh, I need to compare myself to other people. Mm-hmm. I need to be better. I'm not going to post this because, I don't know, I took it last week and it has to be like a day, you know, a day old or I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think my whole thing was comparison and just not having the right intentions when I posted stuff because I was like, oh, I want to – Make sure people know I'm like just want to create envy and <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. So I think you know what's funny. Um, so I got off of Instagram and Facebook in August, and at the end of August, we, I went on a trip to Panama, like not Panama City in Florida, but like Panama, Panama, mm. and went to this beautiful island and like took these beautiful photos. And I was like, it was weird because I was like, ooh, I want to post, I want to post, I want, <laughs> I want people to know I'm here, like I'm traveling, ooh, and it's like you know, in a different country. Um, so that was like the first like aha moment of like, wow, I'm really dependent on this. Mm. And so mm. now I'm like, oh, I'm never getting back on. This is like the best freedom you could ask for in 2019. Um, <laughs> but I think I'll probably get back on sometime whenever I'm doing stuff that needs to reach people. Mm-hmm. And doing it for a different reason. Exactly. Than you just, yeah. Yep. Intentions are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I look forward to the day you get back on because I'm just sending you, you dumb videos. and uh, Yeah. <laughs> but we filmed some dumb stuff together, too. You've helped me quite a bit in my own Instagram stories. Oh, yeah. I threw a lobster at you. That's right. <laughs> Man, it was, we were... Lobsters. I know. Jeez. A stuffed one. Oh, no, wait. I mean, a stuffed animal. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. It's so bad. We're all over the place. Taxidermy lobster. Yeah. <laughs> that would hurt. It would hurt. I think, I mean, I think that is the big thing, being not an expert on life, but having the... I'm talking about myself having the observation of, you know, um, Instagram is a, it's a tool. It's, it's not, it has no life. So it's not evil or, you know, and again, the, the people behind it can have whatever intentions I'm not yeah. talking about them, but the actually what it is, upload photo and share it with people. It's not bad, but yeah, if it's making you be a certain way, you have to recognize that. Oh yeah. Um, so it's not bad to be into marketing or like you say, like once I realize I need to get my content to people, that's a different story, but the whole, I want people to know that I'm having fun and I'm here. Yeah. I mean, that is a that's a issue, and I'm not trying to shame you because we all have that. I mean, mm-hmm. we've all had that thought, you know, of kind of oh, yeah. like I did something cool. I want people to know, or I haven't maybe posted in a while. Do people think that I'm just at home watching Netflix? And maybe that's true, maybe but I don't want is. them to think that. <laughs> that's right, or Hulu. You know, I don't want to put you in a box. But yeah, I think another thing was that like I just wanted people to take me seriously as a photographer. So it was like. I was so scared to post stuff that I actually really cared about and like, mm. and I loved it, but I was like, oh, the, this like group of hashtags I'm going to put with it. Like, I don't know if they'll like it. And it's like, who cares? Who cares if no one likes your stuff? There are people out there that are going to like your stuff mm. and it doesn't matter how many likes you have. And I think that's where I kind of got into like, oh, I care what people think. And I wasn't truly set on like what I valued in life. And so I was trying to conform to this other style that wasn't really me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I'm being true to myself, I'm probably going to photograph animals, stuff up really close, like macro shots, 
and then like maybe some some big shots of a beautiful place but I'm not going to be like the landscape photographer of the world because that's not really what I do mm-hmm. so yeah I was just like getting away from macro stuff I was getting away from animals I'm trying to like get these big wide angle shots without a wide angle lens <laughs> I'm like oh I'll just take it on my iPhone they'll never know it's like <laughs> Why am I thinking so much about <laughs> this? Just be you and post what you like. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, and props to you for doing it. A well, lot thanks. of people, a lot of people yeah, say, was... "I'm gonna get off," and then they're mm-hmm. back on. Yeah. Or you see those big dr- dramatic friends just come to my attention that I <laughs> oh. need to leave <laughs> yeah. Facebook for these reasons. <laughs> fight for me! Fight for me! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're back. I mean, one person who was funny. I was. I forget. Why? I, I mean, I think I don't know if it was for Humming Fools or something else, but I was on someone's profile and they had that big, long, dramatic message, like a couple posts down. And I was just like, at least delete that <laughs> so that people don't know that you said it's this. Still on that? It's just really funny. <laughs> um, but I mean, I've seen it, I, and I, that's why I'm excited for you to come back eventually because I've missed sending you stuff. But you've stayed away. You've <laughs> stuck have. to it, and it sounds like things have changed internally, and that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So kind of sticking with, you know, the social media marketing side, transition to kind of the advice slash, you know, um, positive side. I was just just curious, and it's fine, nothing comes to mind. I'm putting you on the spot here. But I was wondering, as, you know, a director of marketing, as a professional in this field, what's kind of one of the consistent things that maybe you see that companies and, you know, individuals slash brands get wrong? Because, again, our listener base is is vast, Mm -hmm. not really. Um, (laughs) But I I could see that being a point of interest for people. Be like, oh, they got a a director of marketing? Like, they got, you know, again, I was telling you earlier, you bring some um, weight to the show. Like, you're, you're, you know, you're a professional in this area. And so I would... I would be I would regret if I didn't ask you that question yeah. for ourselves because Noah and I again are are lazy like I don't want to worry worry about the website or <laughs> how to actually get people here and stuff. But I was curious if you have some stuff that you could speak to on that. Yeah. Well, first of all, the website is great. The yes. Ominous Media website. Oh, girl. Thank you. I know. I like it. You're welcome. Yeah. It looks really good, um, and I like how the episodes kind of do like. The two of you and then, like, a guest. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so great. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, people doing it wrong. Oh, man. Okay. This is going to sound weird, maybe. I we like weird. Good. <laughs> I, like, I like PETA. And, like, a lot of people don't. And I think they're super extreme. And I think that is needed in the world. And this is coming mm. from, like, environmental girl. Uh, but I think that they definitely do a lot of things wrong. They judge people too much and they're Mm -hmm. kind of like negative toward like the decisions you make as a consumer, as a person. Um, So I think like when people are super close-minded and companies are super close-minded and they kind of attack people or like not attack people, but they don't, they, they come across in a non-hospitable way, which yeah. I've seen, mm-hmm. where people are like, oh, well, I mean, I have to have ads on my website because that, you know, websites are expensive or like whatever. I've heard, I've seen like snarky comments where they're like, hey, you stand for this thing, but these ads are completely different from what you stand for. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, well, she or he. <laughs> It's like, it's like, oh, well, I need ads to run my website. But it was very like, I don't know, not 
it wasn't understanding at all. Mm-hmm. So I think being human is a really big piece of marketing in 2019. You have to be human because us millennials are kind of weird about that. We're like, you have to know me and love me and yeah. <laughs> treat me like I'm your brother or sister. And, and, and seeing through BS and also just the yeah. attitude of like, if you mess up, we're going to, we're going to get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So swallow your pride and be sweet. Just be sweet to people. Mm. Um, no matter if you're a company or an individual, just be sweet. And I also, <laughs> this is kind of funny. Um, the first thing that came to my mind when you said like, what are, what are marketers doing wrong in particular? Man, I don't know if y'all have ever clicked on like, ooh, 15 things about this. And you go there and it's like a slideshow. <laughs> and you have they to want those clicks. Next. They want the clicks. Oh my gosh. And it like loads the next page. And yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah, I just leave. I'm like, that's <laughs> yeah. not worth it. Oh yeah. I'm Bounce rate, 100%. Like mm-hmm. not doing it. Mm-hmm. I think that's terrible. Um, but something that I've also seen lately is that um, and this is purely in the nonprofit world because I look at their content a lot and I read all their stuff. Mm. Um, I actually send people messages. I'm like, you know what you should do with your content strategy? <laughs> yeah. um, and one company actually did it. It's called. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. It was crazy because I kind of got mad about it because she never wrote me back. And then they just like did what I recommended. Mm-hmm. They're like, just write me back. But um, I I told them, I said, you know, you have all this great content on um, these different areas of the world where they're protecting the ocean and protecting like coral reefs. And I said, but when I click on each spot, I'm just like reading a paragraph and it's very boring. And I feel like you could add color. You could add like, I don't know, pictures of the area, Mm -hmm. get the local people involved, Mm -hmm. just figure out a way to make it come to life. And I think a lot of people and a lot of companies don't really take the time to fully flesh it out mm. and give it, I don't know, give it the supporting imagery or the supporting videos or or whatever that is for their company. I don't think people give it enough enough attention and enough effort. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we do an excellent job of that, <laughs> which is awesome because we break up content with images and video. Excellent video. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Wonderful video. Um but yeah, a lot of people, um, a lot of blogs don't do that. And I'm a visual person. And although I am a marketing director, I don't read everything because it's, it's, I don't know. I don't want to say it's hard. It's not hard to read stuff, <laughs> but I'm not like a, I don't read every line mm-hmm. and I'm a skimmer. So yeah. if you form, I think that's another thing that people do wrong as well is like, you need to format stuff to where people can skim it. They can take a deep dive into stuff if they want. They have visuals. Uh, maybe there's a, a downloadable thing or you can email it to yourself. I don't know. But there are all these different styles of learning. And I think that people need to be respectful of that because if they want their content to be read and um, taken in, they need to kind of cater to your audience. Mm-hmm. And your audience is so diverse. So Yeah. yeah. Now, I, as you were talking, I was like, I have officially become a cog in the machine because I was like, we do that and we do it really well. Yeah, and I we was do. like, oh, I've been indoctrinated <laughs> fully. Uh, but it is true. Like you kind of when you start making stuff, you just assume that whoever you're trying to get is just going to have your best intentions and has your back 
and is just so willing to receive it. And it's like, no, like people are looking for an excuse to like go somewhere else because there's so many things grabbing attention. And so it can be the silliest thing of just the aesthetic of the page Mm -hmm. or like a giant text block and be like, ugh, I don't want to read that. It's big and scary. And so it is cool. Our, like our blog, it's very, um, it's all broken up. There's images, there's graphs. And so, and even, um, you kind of told me to do that with like emails being like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't feel like people are reading my emails. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, I mean, some people skim. And so it's kind of like designing each uh, separate paragraph or line to where someone could just read the first sentence and get the picture. I think yeah. that's a, that's something that blew my mind in like online content mm. because I'm like, Oh, I know me. Like I want to consume it all, yeah. you know, if it's aesthetically pleasing, but I'm like, I'm going to, I know I would want this, so I'm going to do it. And it's like, no, not everyone's like that. So yeah. I think that's a really good point of respecting the different, it sounds weird respecting someone, not necessarily respecting you, but you're respecting that um, people are different. Yeah. And, and consume just like you like to go deep dive, so does Chris. Rick and I, we are skimmers like all day long. Mm. If you have something that's really important and it's it's below a bold sentence that's like in a paragraph, probably not going to see it. <laughs> it's just, it's difficult. It's yeah. hard for me to, it's, and I, I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of, so then it's kind of cool. It's like designing something to work then as this works for the skimmers. That's yep. kind of like, that's interesting. That's like, okay, the beginning, you can get the narrative. So how do I shorten this sentence or how do I summarize? But then for those deep dive people, here's the extra tasty information that's going to yeah. really help them nerd out. And then visual people, what like how do we what what's the title of the piece? Where's the video go? How far is the video down? Is it up towards the top? All that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a lot. So yeah. thank you for sharing that wisdom and You're for free. Welcome. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah. We, we agree. Okay, good. For free. <laughs> Give me some of that mac and cheese. Um it's, in my, it's too late. It's in my belly. Uh guys, I made some mac and cheese tonight and then I dipped some fake cheese crackers into it and ate it and uh noah and kate both judged me and um i'll be honest it made me think about my life a little bit so we'll see what happens we'll see what changes are made we didn't outwardly judge you we just watched you i didn't say outwardly judge i just said judge because i see you have eyes and i saw what was i just happening. frowned at you i mean i, didn't I, say I don't know anything. what the problem is <laughs> um i believe all right i have one more question and then uh We'll potentially get to the 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 shotgun slash quick fire. I don't even remember what I'd call my own rapid thing. fire. Dear Lord, <laughs> forgot my own. What's a rapid thing. fire? You know what it is. You've listened to an episode, haven't you? I no. listened. I don't. I don't think I got. To oh, you don't finish that. Oh, caught you. But this is good. It proves your point that some people. Hey, I'm not a podcast podcast person, but I listened to two of y'all. Not Bless all the way you. through. I'm so sorry. They're long I am, I am not it's upset. It's hard for me. No. And my drive here is literally five minutes. Yeah, no. Five. It's understandable. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not hurt. Um, we have... I'm going to go back and listen to all of them. Okay, cool. I'll take it. <laughs> hey, I'll take listen, the numbers. You know who hasn't listened to an episode of this show? <laughs> me. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. I think I'd be weirded like, out if you wife? did. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I, <laughs> Actually. I was going to say, I think she's probably on that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> When you're doing stuff outside of work, scheming about your future, taking photos, all that stuff, um, I want to know, A, besides being in nature, what jazzes you up? What gets you excited? What gets you inspired? And then I want to know, B, what um, distracts you? You know, what's the thing that causes you to procrastinate or not necessarily dream? 
let's dive into those areas and then we'll wrap it up with the rapid fire. Okay. Oh man. What gets me jazzed? Yeah. And I'm doing jazz hands right now. You can't see the lines, <laughs> but they're in the air. They're, they're, they're powerful. They're big. They're strong. Um, aside from actually like loading the car, watching my dog, like hop around everywhere. She's 70 pounds of just like pure, like nature dog. She mm. loves going outside. But besides that, um, I think it has to do with the end result of photographs. So, like, I'll take the photo. I love editing photos. But I don't edit them to be, like, oh, high contrast and, like, grainy or, like, whatever. I edit them to look like what I saw. So it's not, like, super saturated and it's just what I saw. So I'll edit them. And then this past year, 2018, was the year of printing it all out. Hmm. And so I started printing a lot of pictures of like friends and animals and family and stuff. But there are quite a few that I printed out kind of bigger um, that would go on my walls. I haven't framed them yet. I think framing them would be just like this pinnacle of amazingness. Yeah. Uh, But I think seeing a physical product because we don't do that anymore. Everything lives on our phones. Mm -hmm. So... um, yeah, the art of printing it out is just lost, and so I'm trying to get that back. So that gets me super jazzed is when I see it and I can, like, gift it to people yeah. or whatever. Um, I don't really gift it a whole lot because my mom told me not to. <laughs> she's like – she sells her art and she's like, mm. don't give it away for free because mm-hmm. they won't buy it. Oh, okay. They'll I was just, like, why? I don't <laughs> Yeah, they'll just wait for your next – like, oh, I'll wait for my next birthday because she'll give me another photo. I mm. don't know. Um so what was the other thing, procrastinate? Yeah, what oh, I want to know, procrastinate or, and or, um, you know, bums you out to where it's hard. You have to fight to create what oh, yeah. deteriorates that part. Um, I would say, well, cold weather is a huge bummer. So how are you doing right now? <laughs> uh, it's a struggle. I do love going out and taking photos of like ice and water's like my jam. I love going out and just if the trail doesn't have water, I'm probably like, okay, this is a good exercise thing. Um, but <sighs> cold weather bums me out unless unless I'm like, I don't know, unless I have the clothes to go do it. I think mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't have gear to go for a while and so I've kind of loaded up on that. But now I have a puppy, so he can't like go with me yet. So mm-hmm. that bums me out too. That kind of keeps me it holds me back, but I'm glad I got him during cold weather. Yeah. Um aside from that, social media used to be a big one. Mm. Social media would just suck me in and I'd be like, Oh dang it. I just wasted two hours and I could have been on the road. I could be there right now. Mm. Like I could be at the place or whatever. Um, But also I don't have a lot of people that like to go in the fashion that I like to go. So they'll, they'll go on a, like on a hike or something and then they'll be like, okay, you ready to go? I'm like, no. I've been here five minutes. (laughs) No. Um, So yeah, like we'll even be like on the trail and I'll stop. I stop a thousand times. If it takes you 15 minutes to get to your point, I'm like 45. (laughs) So I stop a lot and people will be like, I don't know. I feel like they're just waiting on me and I don't like that. So Mm. I I tend to go by myself a lot. So um, actually not having anyone to go with and having people to go with are kind of like, that's weird for me because I'm like, it has Mm. to be the right person to go. So yeah. I think those are 
I think those are the big ones. I'll probably think of like a million things later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, just to frame you, it's a very strange thing to get thrown in front of a mic and then have to on yeah. the spot answer. It's it's like kind of like the only time that really happens besides like job interviews or other things. Yeah. So this has been interesting. You're I was dude? like, oh, I so got this, and then I oh. get here, I'm like, why am I nervous? There's like, it's the three of us. <laughs> yeah, just the three of us. Well, and I'll I'll get really. Can I comp- keep singing, Noah? Yeah, uh, okay. just I was like a soundtrack to what I'm like, saying. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Um, I'll get really confident going into a recording and then as soon as we start recording, everything just leaves. Yep. Just gone. <laughs> I'm like, what? What are we talking about? Who am I? <clears throat> yeah. Um, well, thank you for giving us that insight, Kate. You're welcome. No, before we get to that rapid fire, is there anything I missed? Anything well, that you Well, that was going to be my question before you asked it. So, Oh. Yeah. You, we, Noah and I share a, a cloud, a brain. Um <laughs> $15 per month <laughs> would recommend, <laughs> but make sure that you, because there is a $10 option, make sure you get the 15 because yeah. the 10 you can't turn off. And um, let's just say that I have experienced some thoughts that I did not want to experience. Oh, no. <laughs> and Noah see, saw some things, heard some things that he didn't want to see either. So get that $15. Noah, how are y'all so friends? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. That's, I think, a question that I have with every single friend yeah. and family member. I can see that. Yeah. Um, it's time then for Rapid Fire. Oh my gosh, what? You this- made it through the main well i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you what's happening okay, don't worry we're not right. gonna just jump straight in um so basically rapid fire is just a series of quick questions usually yes no or choosing between some options um and these are just meant to be a little bit more fun some of them are tailored to you some of them are mm. not okay. and if you don't feel like answering a question and or don't know feel free to say pass okay thus it's that easy baby Unless you pass all of them, which someone is like, there's always that person who's like wanting to break the pass, system. Pass. They're like, what if I pass all the questions? Like, well, then you won't be welcome. Um, and everyone wants to be welcome on Humming Fools. So, yeah. you know, they usually fall in line. Um, does that sound good to you? Do you feel ready? Are you less afeard, as some old authors would say? Yes, except I, I will let you in. Timed processes freak me out. Tests, horrible test taker. Plaster? Yes. I took a sculpture class. We had to mess with plaster, and it was terrifying. I think my heart rate was the highest it's ever been in my uh, life. I was just like, it's drying. Hurry. <laughs> it's I so just, bad. I just imagine you watching some, like, old black and white movie, and, like, the creature is, like, plaster. Oh, my God. This woman turning to the screen and, like, screaming, and then, like, on the screen appears the words, plaster. <laughs> it's terrible. I would – yep, I'm that woman. Well, on one side <laughs> – I uh, was trying to make like a prosthetic, or I guess maybe not prosthetic. I don't know. I was trying to make a fake hand for a movie to do an effect of it getting cut off. Oh. So I was watching the tutorial. I think it's Plaster of Paris that I use, but I did it slight. I didn't Vaseline my hand like you're supposed oh, no. to. So it was done, and I was like, "All right." And the tutorial says just to pull it out. No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Oh, hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and, like, no one was home, so I was trying to get back. I did it outside because I didn't want to, like, get oh, it on any of the stuff. You gave yourself a cast. Yeah. Did you yeah, rip off every hair on your hand? Oh, yeah. And I, like, had, like, a screwdriver, and I was, like, oh, shoving God. in, trying to, like, chip away, and oh. it was terrible. That is terrible. So I'm also somewhat afraid of plaster. Um, so I'm glad that we can bond in that. Plaster is not welcome here, <laughs> ever. <laughs> um... All right, I'm not nervous, detail. I'm good. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not time. We'll just say it's not time. So okay. then your brain's like, oh, cool, it's chill. Just okay. a conversation, a one-sided <laughs> conversation, kind of. Um, usually I ask 
in a fight to the death between two animals, who would win? But because it's you in a gentleman's brawl to a stalemate, <laughs> oh my God. who would win between a polar bear and a grizzly bear? Oh, it's still okay. Polar bear. You're right. This is the correct answer. Good job. <laughs> um, Hawaii or Panama? Oh, Hawaii for sure. Okay. Favorite snack, or should I say snack? Snack. Wait, I thought this was yes or no, or like. Stuff. I mean, I gotta it's throw in some word. surprises. Okay. It's a one word. I feel like you question. still should be able to know what kind of food you like. <laughs> stress, <laughs> stress. Say it again. This is this Favorite will be snack. rapid. Peanut butter. Nice. Yeah. When I cry in the bathroom at work, should I try to muffle it or is it okay for people to hear it? Let it out. Let it out. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Walking Dead or New Girl? No. <laughs> New Girl. Okay. Oh, I'm surprised dead. by that. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Dang it. If you had to change Moose's name, which again is your puppy, oh. if you had to change his name to Baguette or Empanada, which one would you choose? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> empanada. Mm, I was going to say it's basically you're choosing between no and I, so I'm, <laughs> I'm happy with the answer. Are you French? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm sorry, Noah. But also not sorry. <laughs> and last question and the most important. Can I have a raise? Ask wow. Christy. Okay. <laughs> deflect. Deflect. <laughs> Let's see. Pass and deflect. Yes. Oh, okay. that's oh, boom. for me. Yeah. Yes. I like Go it. Go through the approvals, but you have my blessing. Cool. I'm going to get it. Um, Kate, thank you so much uh, for taking Thanks time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, I wanted to have you on for a while, um, and I just recognize that people have stuff to do outside. So I'm I'm very honored that despite seeing me for more than eight <laughs> hours, you chose to add some more See time. See more of you. <laughs> yes. And, uh, I You're mean, pretty cool. Oh, well, thank you. And I am excited to continue working with you and learn from you. I have learned so much in my time at Field Agent. And so it really is. You're a smart lady. You you got it going on. So I'm excited to see what else you create and what else we create together at Field Agent. Um, I know you're not a social media person, so this question may not apply to you. But is uh, if people were, you know, wanting to get in contact with you slash wanted to see maybe some of your photography, would you want to direct them to a website or anywhere or not now, maybe later? I think, yeah, that's good. Nature it up. Nature it up dot com. Okay. Yeah. There's an Instagram feed at the bottom that still shows up for some reason, but you click it and it's like, nope. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I tried. I was yeah. like, I'm going to see if this works. Yeah. And the Instagram page doesn't work. It doesn't but work. That's interesting. Yeah. There's a little preview of what my Instagram was okay. <laughs> and will be someday. <laughs> someday. Yeah. But natureitup.com, that's pretty good. I'd okay. Say. Actually, the bio section, you'll see like all my life values. Nice. It's a different approach to a bio. So... I don't know. Let me know what you think if you want to go check it out. Okay. We'll it's like get- a it's almost like a mission statement. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was going to say, we've been there. <laughs> but whoever whoever is listening is like, good, maybe I can figure out something because these guys suck at interviewing. So, um, You do not. Thank you. I was I was fishing for a compliment. <laughs> I know. But not in a bad way. I let the fish back into the water. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Noah. But, but is the water in the aquarium in her house? Or, or is, it, <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> is it in the rehabilitation <laughs> aquarium? Because yeah. this matters. <laughs> That's right. What's the injury there? <laughs> Too many things pass. I mean, uh, um, anyway. Noah. Thank you also for joining me. I always love seeing your face. Love your friendship. Same. 
Uh, and uh, I wish both of you and our listeners a good evening. And I'm also wrapping up too quickly. You can find us on Instagram, Ominous Media, and also Noah and I. Please engage with us if you want to see more about our lives or our work. And know that we have new episodes every Tuesday. Now, let's try that again. Kate, Noah, I hope you have fantastic evenings. And I love you both. <laughs> love you I too. love you too. Say it back. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Give me time. That's right. <laughs>